<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy A Dub and your boy Strizzy. Welcome back, guys. We in the building. We in the yes, building. Sir. And um, yeah, um, say like a champ episode two twenty three. Um, super, super crazy. And I know we have a lot to talk about today, but this is going to be a different little style. Um, we're actually pre-recording this one. It's going to be a little bit more of a Slack Express um, due to some different things. I'm actually on the move right now, but we couldn't miss a week without talking about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Never, so, never. you know, we can't do that. So, um, but before we get started real quick, Strizzy, how are you feeling? What's good? I feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, weather is starting to get, you know, to my liking. You know what I mean? I kind of like the... I like our winners. I can't say I like cold, but I, I like AZ winners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you just throw a hoodie on or something, some sweats, and you'd be perfectly comfortable. Um, but uh, it's, it's starting to get a little nippy outside, but I'm enjoying it. How about you? Yeah, same. Actually, you know, the weather is the weather at home is getting better. And actually, I'm on the road in Cali right now. And so, you know, we normally do like our annual like Disneyland trip right before the holidays. Yeah. So usually you would see me beaming in from Tomorrowland or something like that. But we decided to record this one in a more secure location, so that would be, <laughs> you know, of the same the same hiccups. But um, That's so yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I'm doing good. And actually, um, just a quick funny thing that happened is um, while we're at Cal- in Cali, like we're already here, we're actually at Disneyland last or yesterday, and um, we actually experienced a little earthquake while oh, we were man. at Disneyland. Yeah, it was like one mile from Anaheim. And it was weird because we were just, I was just standing there. We were just like chilling. Like we just got some snacks or whatever. And like, I felt like I was like, whoa, like I was like, am I tripping or whatever? I feel my legs moving a little bit. I feel like a little bit of rumbling, but it was almost like when you're standing on something and like a heavy cart rolls by or like a, like a cargo, it was just like a little bit of like a rumbling. Yeah. Am I tripping or did y'all feel something? And everybody like, oh yeah, we felt a little something. Some people around us were like, oh, well. But we didn't really think anything of it, right? So then, like, two minutes later, like, all of a sudden, we're because we were waiting, we are getting ready to go on a ride. Like, everybody starts coming out of the ride. Like, we were going to go on Haunted Mansion. Everybody starts coming out of the line. Then we start looking on the phone, and, like, all the rides were shut down. So I guess okay. they had to do some, like, things for, like, safety checks or whatever. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, like, the earthquake hit, and, like, for about, like, an hour after that, all the rides were closed. Like the shops were still open. The yeah. food was still open. They were like, you can still spend your money. Like, don't go home. <laughs> For real. Um, but it was Keep just a, out. exactly, exactly. Keep your wallets out. Keep spinning. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was just really weird and it was cool, but it was just like different because you know, just everybody's just kind of like standing around. Like there's plenty of space, but it's like when people aren't on the rides, you forget how many people there are. That's and true. so like it was just kind of like mobbed up and everybody's just like just like chilling around or whatever but about an hour later like everything kicked back into normal they opened up all the rides but i was like dang i never you know well i've been in an earthquake before that but i don't really remember but i've never been in an earthquake like that where i was like feeling in you know it was, yeah. it was weird so yeah i mean honestly glad you guys are all right you know glad it wasn't too crazy of one you know what i'm saying but uh but yeah that is pretty crazy i i, I myself have never experienced an earthquake so hopefully i never do but you know what i mean it's all it's yeah all yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's like, you know, it's just funny because, like, we've been to Disneyland so many times, like, of course we would experience an earthquake there. Like, <laughs> like that's so wild. But, yeah, but, um, you know, being from Arizona, like, we never really have to deal with that stuff. So I'm glad right. we're doing it too, man. I'm like, oh, man, that shit, it was weird. But, 
it was kind of interesting. So definitely wanted to share that quick story before we get started on our topics. Um, but hope you all are well out there as well. Please continue to drop comments in the show notes as we're going along. We want to hear what you guys are thinking. And when we get back together for a full big show next week, we'll definitely deep dive on some of the conversations that we want to get your guys' opinions about, um, including including that college football playoff. The good thing about that is we have like a month before the bowl games are. So we, we have some time to debate that, but we'll do a quick one on that as well later today. But if you want to, if you want to, Strizzy, if you want to go ahead and um, take it away, man, you're the maestro today. So I know I got it. Now I'm on the, I'm on the keys, man. But I was getting into some NFL talk, man. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tune to NFL talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. Um, Strizzy, what you got for us today? Do you want to do a couple of scoreboards or you want to do your topics or? Yeah, man. So a couple of things, man. I think we obviously we'll go over the scoreboard a little bit. Look at some things that uh, so pretty some pretty uh, good games, actually, uh, starting off Thursday with your Cowboys taking care of business and the Seahawks. Um, it was a uh, it was a pretty tough game, actually. You know, what I mean, it's, Seahawks actually held up pretty well. Um, I was pretty sure the Seahawks were going to cover that spread and they did. But um, your boy still took care of business, man. Finally, a. Uh, a uh, an over game, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a not a like a low scoring kind of boring game. It was actually a really really good one. How'd you feel about yeah. the boys? Yeah, um, I felt pretty good. Yeah, definitely a tough game, right? Um, Seahawks are are a tough opponent. They bring it every time, but it's also a team that like if we want to step into that next level, like we have to be able to beat. So yeah, I, I was glad we did that. Um, honestly, you know, pops and I are watching the game together. We watch every game together, and like we felt comfortable. Even when they were down, like, all right, like, we're going to come back right now. Like, the offense will put together the drive, and it's cool to see that balance, right? On a night yeah. where the defense didn't really have it, the offense stepped up and was like, all right, cool. We'll, 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 we'll you know, we'll, we'll take us over the hump. And then the defense did come true in the end on that final drive to kind of stop it, even though at that point, you know, they definitely weren't going to hopefully give it up, right? Give yeah. the lead back with only a little bit of time in that two minute drill. But it was good that. The defense held up when they needed to, and then the offense continues to keep rolling. Um, Dak is doing great, and just to see where he's at this season versus how we felt on that Monday, Tuesday after the 49ers game, yeah. um, it's just, it's just, it's just really, really refreshing for me, really encouraging for me. And I don't know, man. I, I'm feeling good about where our squad is at if our defense can hold together. I feel like. That was kind of an anomaly. We shouldn't normally give up 35 points, but it's yeah. good to know that if we have to be in a shootout, you know, the offense will handle business. No, for sure. I actually agree. And, uh, you know, speaking on where, you know, we're talking about where Dak's at right now, I think the only, I think the only uh, quarterback he really falls behind and say, I think a QBR and like pass rate right now is, is Brock. So that, that, that says a lot, you know what I mean? With, with the kind of turnovers and things of that nature that we've been kind of used to these last couple of years and, be folding a little bit, you know, at the end of like big games, but he's actually been playing really, really well. Like you said, if the defense can't come through, it's nice to see the offense being able to uh, kind of be like, don't worry about it. Like we got y'all this time, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, another another test, I think, when you guys play the Eagles again, is it this? Yeah, week? so the Eagles next week, that's yeah. going to be a good one. Yeah, so you know, hopefully, hopefully they can get their get back, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was actually, I didn't think they were going to lose, but I was actually glad to see the Eagles lose. And I was saying, I've been kind of riding the 49er train this last two seasons with my boy CMC there. So, yeah. Kind of happy to see that, but um, you know, let's let's jump to that game next. You know, so that was a game I want to look at too. Was the uh, Niners versus the Eagles, man. Uh, everybody was was talking, you know, 
49ers basically saying if we had our boy, you know, we would have killed y'all. And and Eagles basically saying, like, nah, if you would have had your boy, it wouldn't have made no difference. Right. They got, <laughs> they got murdered. It wasn't even close, dog. Like, Debo backed it up, man. Three touchdowns, 130-some <laughs> yards, man. They, they killed the Eagles this week. I know. I saw something, like, that he had Black Air Forces on pregame. And, like, people were like, <laughs> uh-oh, like, watch out, you know. Um, yeah. Debo, Debo definitely came to play. But I was, I was actually really surprised at that, only because – you know, we were like on the move a little bit, and I'm watching the scoreboards. And I'm like, oh, 6 0, like it's a low scoring game, 7 6. The next time I looked, it was like a blown up. Like, yeah. I was like, what happened like so quickly that yep. changed the tide? But I think it does go to show that like Shanahan, like as a play caller, like he knows what buttons to push. Like sometimes yep. he might take a second to figure it out. Yeah. But you know, once he kind of figured out what the Eagles offense was or the Eagles defense was trying to do, like he was like, all right, cool. Like I know what numbers, what numbers to call. So I think that was a big game, especially them going there. Right. And the, the weather, yeah. you know, it's like it's like you just never really know what to expect. Yeah. Um, so 49ers, you know, they they handle that business. So, man, it, it's hard not to look at them as the favorite. But yeah. also for me, I don't want to have too much recency bias because. This is the same team we saw go like on a three-game skid and be losing to some teams that they should have been blowing out, honestly. Yeah. So um, especially like the Vikings, like that game, like certain games where I'm just like, oh, like it's hard for me to forget. Like what happened then? You know, yeah. is there a recipe out there that if people can get the right pressure or whatever, they can slow them down? Or is it yeah. was it just that the offense was having bad days? Because if you look at the way they handled the Eagles, and that's one of the best teams in the league. Like, dang, that's kind of scary. They're looking yeah, like they were at the end of last year. Yeah, it's funny too, because like I mean, just kind of piggybacking on what you were saying, like it's kind of for me, it's a little bit of both, right? It's one of those things where it's like they weren't healthy, right? They're missing Debo, they're missing uh Trent Williams, who obviously, in my opinion, is the best offensive tackle in the league by far. I don't think anyone like invisible ball. difference maker. Like people yeah, don't understand yeah. how much of a difference. Big time. And I so and you know, I look at like the Browns game, right? They should have won that game. Uh, Brock did exactly what he was supposed to do, got them in field goal range, and the kicker missed it. Uh, the the Vikings game to me was his like Brock's worst game he's ever played. Like that was that was he was actually the reason why they lost that game. And then they caught the Bengals when the Bengals were hot. Like the Bengals finally were like on their win streak. So it's like so it kind of sucked, right, for them in the sense of like those three games. And then yeah. you know after their bye, they came out and. They looked like the 49ers who started those first five games, right? You know what I'm saying? But when they went 5-0. and um, But I think it's kind of like good and bad for everybody, right? Their, their, their opponents can look at those three losses and say, what did those teams do in order to make things difficult for them? You know what I mean? Because yeah. even without Trent Williams, like Brock's still an MVP candidate. They're still one of the best teams in the league but they still lost them. So like, you can look at those games, but like, what did those teams do well that made things difficult for Brock? And the defense wasn't playing well either. They were giving a lot of points in those three games as well. Uh, well yeah. In the two games, not necessarily the uh, the Browns game, but the, the other two. Um, but then also for the 49ers, it basically says like, okay, finally, we lost some games, right? Brock yeah. finally had us some bad games. Where can we fix these things? Also looking at it in the aspect of like, these teams are going to look at those games and say, this is where they struggled. Right. What can we do? Like, what can we mimic? Exactly. So I think it's kind of good for like all football world. It's like, how can we beat the 49ers and for the 49ers? Like here are our weaknesses. How do we fix our weaknesses? So it, it's going to be interesting, man. Like it's, you know, they, the 49ers play really well against good opponents, you know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. and that's what you want. You know what I mean? Going into the, uh, 
the, to the playoffs and things of that nature. So it's going to be – it's crazy to think, like, Cowboys, Eagles, um, 49ers, and the uh, the Lions, if you will, you know what I mean, uh, are all going to be really – y'all got to go through each other. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. It's, That's going to be the – going to be nuts, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but in, the, the Lions' defense is so bad, you know, they got to be able to carry the, – the offense got to be able to carry if uh, they're going to go any, you know, far in the playoffs at all. But I thought that was a pretty decent game this past weekend. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I know we got to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. But a couple of things that stood out to me, Chargers, Patriots, like 6-0. Like, oh, my gosh, everybody should get their money back. Like, you didn't yeah, even, like, you came to that game, you, you sat in the cold for that. That's, that's yeah, terrible. that was so bad, man. That that's, so that's, bad. That's, <laughs> I'm like, how is that? Um, I wanted to say sh- shout out to the Cardinals. You know, I know the Steelers. Their offense, right? But yeah. still, the Cardinals going on the road to Pittsburgh yeah. and putting up that much points on that defense for sure. Um, that was for that was sure. a good look. Yep, their uh, their, their boy uh, Connor, man, he went off on his old team, man. Yeah, over hundred yeah, yards, he touchdowns. He he, he <clears> gave it to him. Uh, Texas Broncos too, man. Like that was a pretty um, pretty close game uh, at, at the end of it anyway. And Stroud came through. His boy Tank Dell went out early. In the, I think the first quarter. Yeah, um, he still got the job done. So. Broncos look real Bronco-ish in this game, I'm being completely honest. You know what I'm saying? I know. I was like, mm, maybe they have the hot hand, but I'm happy for the Texans. Like, I, I love too. the Texans. Me too, man. I was glad they got that dub. Uh, so, you know, speaking of all these teams, um, you know, uh, touch on a bitch real quick. Lions had a really, really early kind of 21-0 to zero lead, uh, and they gave it up big. So, again, that defense is very easily to score upon, it feels like. So, they got to they gotta fix some things. They have a lot of really good defensive players to be this bad on defense. So, they got to fix some stuff. Yeah, no, most definitely. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them like they want to be in that top like four or five of the NFC, right? They want to be like that fourth best team. But I honestly, I don't know. It's hard for me to like see anybody other than like the Cowboys, Eagles, and um, of course the 49ers. Yeah, so definitely. I think the NFC will definitely be represented by one of those three teams easily. Yeah, I think it's a, a, you know, a question mark about that. But one of those three teams is definitely going to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. Right. And if I look at them and if they're playing well, like, honestly, like, I don't know. We're going to have to debate it a little bit more next week. We'll, maybe after next week, what we'll do is we'll look at the standings and where everybody is at the wild cards and stuff. But honestly, yeah. like, I'm looking at the AFC, like, I'm not too tripping on the AFC. Like, no. I'm, and, and especially, like, after the Chiefs went down to the Packers the way that they did. Yep. Um you know, I'm still – Baltimore is probably the one looming out there. Yeah, that's probably – I'd say probably them only because the uh, the Dolphins play well against bad teams but not so good against the good ones. But, you know what I mean, they got, they, they've got a tough road. Their next five games are at home, but they got – their next five games are pretty tough games. You know what I mean? So, they let's see how they end the season too. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um. Let's see. Let's touch on. Um, well, should we do, touch on? Um, you want to do your debate real quick? Yeah, yeah, man. I have a question for you. So uh, this year, like you just talked about the Chiefs, and that, that's part of my question. You know, what I mean, is uh, the MVP as of late has all has been basically a quarterback award, right? The last, uh, I can't remember the last person. Yeah, did Damian Thomas win MVP? You know what I'm saying? With the, the, I can't yeah, remember. Maybe his. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember the last MVP that wasn't a quarterback, but I wanted to see who your top three MVPs are. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it could be a quarterback. I'm just curious on who your top who your top three are MVPs are right now. Yeah, so for me, I'm looking at 
honestly, I'm looking at CMC. Yeah. The way that that defense, I mean, the way that that offense is different without him. Um, also, Tyreek Hill, if he yeah. gets 2,000 yards, I think he needs to be in the conversation. Definitely. Um, and then that third spot, I'm not really sure. You know, a lot of people are saying um, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, like kind of at yeah. the top of that award. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, like I'm kind of with you. Like if one of those win it, then you might as well just change the MVP award to the quarterback award, you know, best Fact. quarterback. Fact. Um, but how, how do you feel? Who do you got up there? Yeah, man. So like you pretty much hit the nail on the coffin for me too, man. Right now at number one for me, I got to say Christian McCaffrey. Uh, only only because, like, what he's been able to do. I mean, he's literally scored in every single game but one dating back to, like, last year when he got drafted or traded for, uh, by the uh, 49ers. And like you said, I think he just brings such a different dynamic to the offense, man. Like, he literally is an every down back. He can block just as well as pullbacks, runs the ball extremely well. He's already over 1,000 yards rushing for the year and only 12 weeks in. Um, been an absolute baller, man. And, and number two for me is uh, Tyreek Hill, like you had mentioned. Um, you know, they're playing really well. This dude also is already – I think he's at 1,400 yards right now. And I think the, the next closest one to him, I think, is C.D. Lamb, who's like – Like 11? Yeah, he's like 300 yards behind him, you know what I mean? And uh, it's crazy, you know, like five weeks left, man. He's probably going to break the record easily. And I think if he does break the record, I think he's very deserving. Um, yeah, because even the same thing without Tyreek Hill, you know, Tua was basically being quit on. You know, what I mean, they were basically like, "All right, where are we going from here?" Right? Who's in the draft next season? You know, what I mean. So I feel like uh, Tyreek Hill is at number two for me, and at number three right now for me, um, Justin, what he did to the Eagles is Brock Purdy. You know, what I mean, I feel like I feel like I talked about them last last year. You know, what I mean, and you know, I know Shanahan has a system and all that kind of fun stuff, but I look at all the things that Brock does that has nothing to do with Shanahan's system. Um, yeah, his drops, the decision making, the, the ball getting out of his hands so well, but his ball placement to his receivers. Um, one thing I really love being a receiver myself is that the fact that you've never seen any receiver on that team get blown up. You know what I mean? Like he always puts the ball in spots where only his receivers can get it. Um, yeah, very non turnover prone. He doesn't turn the ball over very often. You know, minus that Vikings game, I think it was when he had like three of them or whatever. But um, I just feel like right now, like if I had to put a quarterback in the conversation, like it's probably Brock and then followed by Dak Prescott, uh, like you had mentioned, man. Because I, I looked at, I was looking at the stats last night and Dak's doing very well too, dude. Like 26 touchdowns, only only six turnovers. And I think uh, um, that's tied with Brock right now. I think both of them only have six turnovers right now. And right. Uh, and, and Brock's got three less touchdowns. But I think the, the thing that gave Brock the little over for me is just the fact that um, – uh, it's, it's the fact that they um it's the the running game for the 49ers too you know what i'm saying mm. it's just the, the the little little bitty things but i think dak is very deserving man i think if he if, if brock you know can't hold on to that top spot for me and quarterback wise dak's gonna overturn him so um y'all i think i think dallas is in really good shape man you know the offense the offense and defense are both looking really really good and when one's not working the other one is so I, I hope this year is a year if, if any year that the uh the award doesn't go to a quarterback because I think those first two guys that we both mentioned are very, very deserving. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, like I'm curious really... what the rest of the the slack slack nation has to think about it. But uh, maybe we'll yeah. bring it up next weekend when we get a hold of everybody. Yeah, definitely, definitely, we need everybody to weigh in on that one. And yeah, man, I'm like, I, I agree with um, with you as far as like, if we're looking at who's the most valuable to their team, it's yeah. it, it's, it's you know. It's, and those two guys without them on their teams, like it'd be a totally different story. So there is, man. There um, really is. Yeah. But no, I think I think we might have to wrap soon. But here's the thing. Like we said, this is gonna be a preview for some deep dives. So 
Um, you know, NBA talk, we got to talk about the in-season tournament. The first couple games were last night. That's pretty cool. Um, but we'll know a little bit more about uh, the actual finals, um, you know, going into next week. And then the other thing I was going to say is, um, is uh, you know, we definitely got to talk college football playoff. Like, I want to oh, be able yeah. to debate with everybody Facts. who we thought, if they got it right, you know, um, I'm wearing my loyalty shirt. Just a quick preview from where I'm at, though. And we kind of talked about it's like, I'm okay with Georgia being out based on the fact that we had the chance to win our game and handle business and we didn't. It sucks, man. It's really hard. But um, I don't know. But we definitely are going to get our thoughts on that as well. So so prepare, you guys. Do your do your research. Do your homework. Come with your arguments. I know Anthony Weston's has got a lot to say about it. I know Pops has got a lot to say about it. I know you do. I know Marcus <laughs> does. So we definitely got to have that debate when we can get back together too. Um, but anything else you wanted to touch on real quick before we drop? No, nah, man, you hit everything. You hit everything on them, man. I want to say thanks to everybody. Be safe out there, all that fun stuff. And uh, we'll definitely get back to y'all um, next Tuesday, man, with a lot more, a lot more stuff to go, man. So with that being said, I guess I'll sign off today. It's your boy Strizzy. It's your boy A-Dub. Much love. And we out. And just